Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for our SmackDown-only review. Uh, Rampage is on Saturday this week, so we're coming to you with our SmackDown review only. Get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. Uh, Join us at FightfulSelect.com for all the scoops you could ever possibly want in the whole wide world. Go to Twitch.tv slash FightfulGaming to support us that way if you would like, and heck, the best free way to support us is to leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. Guys, we have a lot to talk about. Um, you know, when I think of WrestleMania this year, I think when I, I'm just, I'm salivating for a Seth Rollins and Omos rematch. That's what I think about when I think about this year's WrestleMania. Uh, so give me that at Backlash. But um, we've got so much to get into as far as recaps. If you guys are big on recaps, the big recap show. Uh, but before we do any of that, I'm going to check in with Double Alex's. We're going to check in with the professional curmudgeon first. Alex, not a lot of meat on the bone. How how we doing? How we doing today? Um. So, not to worry. The regular Sour Grab show will be tomorrow night. It will be a watch along of Rampage. I will do alternate commentary for it. If uh, if Kate deigns to join us, then she can also do alternate commentary as well. Um, but I'm I'm ju- I'm just here to talk about the match that we we've all been anticipating for so long. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion. Like everyone knew this match was coming. It was only a matter of when. I'm talking, of course, 
of the grand feud they've been building to for months, Seth Rollins versus Omos. I'm only here to talk about that and nothing else. Well, you might as well, because there's not a lot else to talk about tonight. We got a, a recap from WrestleMania <laughs> in this, but not a huge mm. surprise as we do have the draft coming up next week. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp will be back next week to discuss the draft and all of its wonderful implications, I'm sure, but didn't think we were going to get a lot of advancement tonight. Um, I kind of felt that way at AEW too, like um, with, with ROH, it feels like maybe we're not going to get any clarity closer to when we see the brand split there. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of brand split and coming together, weaving in and out that I think is affecting our, our pro wrestling scene today. But Cardoza, how are you doing? What's going oh, on with you? I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. What a great episode of SmackDown <laughs> this uh, tonight on Friday night. Uh, yeah, there was a million other things we could have done, but I am glad we sat through that two-hour episode. <laughs> we are in full sour mode. This episode did feel like I was... It made me miss driving manual because it felt like it was in second gear the whole time, guys. But yeah. we are by our legal contract going to get into it um, because we simply must. But Michael Dammit saying, I didn't watch a single second of SmackDown live to me. <laughs> we might. We could do a little, uh, as we call it, mm-hmm. Sands of Blind in there. We could we could have some fun. Jake Salazar mm-hmm. saying, free Seth Rollins. Uh, we're going to get into all that and more, but <clears throat> doesn't feel like Vince is not in creative. I'll say that much booking Omos with Seth Rollins. But well, before we find out about that, we do kick off the show um, with the LWO, which I'm very excited to see them working face. Um, I am glad Santos Escobar has had a push. They face Valor and Priest tonight. This was a match that I just felt kind of like is one that should have been more of a banger than maybe it was nothing wrong with what happened in the ring, but we do uh, have the team of Balor and priest winning here. Uh, Santos goes to get the pin on Finn Balor, but he's not the legal man. Wouldn't you know? So priest comes in and hits the South of heaven on Escobar for the win. Um, This was perfectly fine. I didn't feel like there was anything particularly outstanding about it, but this is, how you build out a feud kind of nothing like too enticing, but this, this kind of just moved things along. This is one of the few stories that did progress because we do have the impending draft next week, but, uh, curmudgeon, we'll start with you. What did you think? <laughs> Number one, uh, Wade Barrett is trolling me personally with his insistence that Dominic Mysterio is a legend. And number two, um, yeah, because it's it's WWE, and so he's only been on the main roster for a number of months, uh, so therefore he's a rookie. But um, like <laughs> Santos Escobar, uh, El Hijo del Fantasma, um, former King Cuerno, is a decades like like he's been he's been doing this for a long time. The idea that he would be so oblivious to who the legal man is and the idea that the referee is like shouting in his face, you're pinning the wrong guy. (laughs) And he just is powerless to figure out what's going on. Maybe there was a language barrier there. Obviously, he doesn't speak good English. That's 
also a lie. (laughs) Um, And he just waits until Damian Priest gets back in the ring and choke slams him to lose. Like, um, you can say it's it's good that they're the LWO and they're, you know, they're working with Rey Mysterio, which is like, it's an honor to work with Rey Mysterio. But if they present you as his clueless stooges, then I don't know exactly how great that would be. Um, but whatever, it's the way they're going to do it. They always do it that way. Oh, the baby face is the hero. He just, he just recruited a, a bunch of guys to, to, to be with him. Obviously, those guys suck at everything they do and are there to only get pinned and look like idiots. I hate it. it. I've, I've always hated it, and it's just the way it's always going to be. Faces either have no friends, which makes no sense because they're nice, or they have friends that are largely dumb. However, mm-hmm. this does concern <laughs> me a little bit in the idea that, like, it feels as though if they're losing going into this, they're probably going to get the big win in Puerto Rico. Well, bad How do you get win. to the the third match of the Dominic and Ray thing, right? Because we're going for the blow-off there, I'm assuming, I would think. So... I, it kind of feels like Cody beating Seth Rollins multiple times, time over time. Why? What is the impetus for that final match? But that is what I will let play out. We'll see how that goes. But Cardoza, what did you think of the match tonight? And um, you have actual connections to Puerto Rico, <laughs> so what do you what do you think? Uh, and we'll we'll talk about Zelina Vega shortly here. But this match happening in Puerto Rico. How do you think we get to a third match between Dom and Ray? And what do you think happens at, at at Backlash? Do you think Bad Bunny's the one picking up the win here? Or how how's this going down? Yeah, I feel like, you know, I might have a little something to say. I, I think I was born and raised on the island. Not sure yet. I'll, I'll recheck my birth certificate for you guys. <laughs> um, but I do think, um, in all honesty, that... The only way that this will come as a blow-off victory for the LWO and in, in together will be with Bad Bunny in tow, uh, plain and simple. Um, that's just the way it's being built. That's just the way that, I mean, I'm sure you two and anyone here who's watching or listening already knows that that's what the plans were starting like before WrestleMania. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's where it's going. It's going to be Bad Bunny um, possibly, uh, you know, wing it all for the LWO. They, they, I mean, that would make the stadium go crazy. And I think that's what they're going for, for that visual, you know? Definitely would get a huge reaction. Doesn't do a ton for the rest of the LWO building no, into it. Right. So Alex's point is, um, I can't really buy into you as a major faction, but they have reverted back to this trend of just pretending that wins and losses don't matter. Um, we're going to talk about that with Karrion Cross in a little bit. But before we get there, we do get Zelina Vega talking to Adam Pierce. She's worried about the draft, drafting away her potential uh, challenge here with Rhea Ripley at Backlash. She reminds us she's the only Puerto Rican on the roster in the female <laughs> division uh, and that she needs a title shot. Pierce says he'll could sort internally and get back to them um a little bit too little too late as far as this goes for me i think it's very cool that they're leading into this it makes sense with what we've seen from judgment day and from the lwo however zelina vega i don't think has won a singles match since 2021 this doesn't 
work um, from that perspective. Now, she was also not on the roster for a large part of 2022. And in 2023, she has not been, um, I don't think she's had really any singles competition. She's when was, more the, back when was the, the queen of the ring? When was that tournament that she won? Was that was, I think that was, was the it? end of 2021. Did I make that up? I, don't, I honestly don't remember, but I'm, uh, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it very well, very well may be. I just remember they had her win that tournament and then never do anything as queen. Like, I don't think she won any matches as queen or anything like, so it's, it is odd. She did say like, listen, um, I meet the demographic requirement. I am Puerto Rican. <laughs> also, uh, I am short. And will therefore be a good underdog against Rhea Ripley. You should book me in this match. Uh, she actually specifically said, I've always been underestimated because of my height. Mm. Like that was like, and, and Adam Pierce is like, well, you make good points. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what this is supposed to like. It's, it's really poorly written. Like, mm. I, I mean, just say how much it would mean to you to be able to get this opportunity of if anywhere here in your, you know, in where you were, where you were born and raised in Puerto Rico. Like that's easy enough. I don't know why you got to bring in the whole, like no one else is Puerto Rican. So yeah, it's gotta be me. And also I'm very short. Yeah. I mean, both I... of those things are true, but that is a, a fair point. They did kind of say like by process of elimination more than, Hey, getting a win in my home country would mean a lot to me. Any thoughts on this, Mr. Cardoza? Uh, no, it just doesn't feel like it's, you know, it's a bigger build than what it should be. Um, you know, I, I think that it should have had more of the, you know, I'm going I'm going home. I'm going to do this, you know, uh, being a female talent like they should have really worked it up instead. I mean, I already knew, right? you know, I was like, hey, Kate, want to hear something <laughs> via text <laughs> not too long ago? And I was yeah. just like, but I wanted such a bigger build to this. Of course. You know, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, obviously, this is a, a, a entertainment company. And, you know, with LWO and Puerto Rico, it's all marketing. You know, that's basically what it's always going to be, unfortunately. I wish it just right, had a bigger build. Yeah, it doesn't need to be that void of story. Like, you can yes. use both things, yes. which is unfortunate. Um, I do think there's probably been some very real chaos with the the draft being there, but this is a program that you knew was going to happen. So yes. it's kind of not an excuse for this one at all. Um, but glad she's getting a shot, I guess. There's not a ton more to say about it than that. But um, Shotkin29 did say, in an ironic twist, WWE Creative has actually gotten the LWO correct. It's still a job or faction with hyper-talented wrestlers God, like I'm it was so... in WCW. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. It's true. It's an astute observation there, Shotkin. But uh, we move along to one of several video package recapping type things in the night. Um, we got a Shinsuke Nakamura video followed by a carrying cross promo that was kind of polarizing. I saw some people saying that they really liked it um, <clears throat> because it actually did kind of create some clarity in what carrying cross is said he's been setting out to do. But my thing is none of it's backed up by wings. You're just talking if you're not winning. So basically says it can take you your whole life to find your identity and even longer to make sure that that identity is right. 
Um, and it can all end in three seconds. Cross says he's never hurt anyone, but the cards decide things. Uh, we don't know who uh, we are until someone takes things away from you. With Drew, it was temperament. With Riddick Moss, Riddick Moss, it was joy. And with Ray, it's patience. Now with Nakamura, he's going to take away his honor. TikTok. Um, he did not win any of those, really. And I mean, he beat he beat Riddick Moss, but like that wasn't really even he a beat feud. Madcap Moss. He beat <laughs> Madcap even beat Moss. Riddick Moss. But the, but he also is lying. Like this is what I hate about the the creative when they put lies in the mouths of the wrestlers. Like the Madcap thing where he would tell bad jokes, which is they showed. I took away his joy, and they show clips of him being the guy who would tell bad jokes. That gimmick was dead and buried for months before he even came into contact with Karrion Cross. So you didn't take that away from him. The, thank God the creative team took that away from him because it was a shitty gimmick. Also, you had one match with, with, with Karrion Cross and like may, maybe two. One was a mixed tag. Like you didn't do anything with Riddick Moss. Um, uh, and uh, Rey Mysterio, I took away his patience. Oh, so the reason that he finally snapped and punched his kid was because a <laughs> month and a half before that, you had a match with him that he beat you in. Uh, um, oh, and also, I, 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 I made Drew, Drew McIntyre have temper tantrums. Like, he's, he's it's not, it's not worth, I, I thought when he said um, identity, sometimes it takes a lifetime to find it. Oh, is, is that you trying to figure out what your gimmick is? Because you, I thought you were talking about yourself, but you were talking about all the people that you've feuded with. Um, yeah, no, none of, none of this is good. I do appreciate that they tried to create clarity around what has felt like a very disjointed picture. Like, I like that, um, he leaned into the idea of robbing people of the traits that make them who they are. It's just, you can't say that when it's not, I appreciate that they're trying, but it's none of it's backed up. So it doesn't work. But like, yeah. This whole thing has been so disjointed and weird. Um, I appreciate that they've, they've been making strides and trying to make it make sense, but now you can't retcon what you built out before that. So that that's yeah. kind of my issue. I've never liked it from a matter of taste. I feel like they at least have Scarlet and Carrie Cross operating in the same world a little bit now, but like to your point, they're they're retconning the past six months of his creative. It just that part doesn't work for me. Uh, Cardoza, what do you think of this? Oh uh, man, I, I don't know what's happening anymore in WWE. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with with carrying across. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like I had so many high hopes for when he came, and we spoke about this before, and things just started getting wonky. I wish I wish things would just start making sense again. The, the, I, I said this before the show started to everyone. Um, this is possibly the worst show of the year of, for SmackDown. I don't know if maybe because they're planning something super big next week so that it makes us feel something. But I don't know, man. I'm just I don't know, like what, what they're thinking. I don't know. I do want to call this up if this is correct. This is both egregious. Oh, and- yes. And yes. weird slash good. Her last win was against Rhea Ripley. The bad news is and it was December 13th of 2021. <laughs> like you, she, I don't know. I don't know exactly how you turn that into a positive considering how long ago it was, but she could have brought that up to Adam Pierce. Yeah. 
That would have made sense. Of you like, know, I I actually have a pretty good uh, history of beating Rhea Ripley. Let me do this now. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. TikTok, bro. TikTok. <laughs> How do you um, turn him around, real quick? I know I don't want to get off. How do you turn that that whole gimmick? How do you turn him around? Like he had, I don't understand it. Like the things that I, I heard him, when when Freddie was talking about him and how he was, you know, gonna. He said this live on the podcast, so I'm not like letting any information out. But he was gonna have Karrion be his main guy on and his wrestling organization. So like, how do you? How do you go from being that and who he was in NXT to what's happening right now? I don't think who he was in NXT worked for me as a fan. Oh, really? Uh, okay. No, no. I, I, none of the never, none of the weird magician stuff worked for me. Um, I saw him in a few matches on the indies and he was just like, uh, an ass kicking machine. Mm -hmm. And Scarlet also was wrestling. And it just didn't feel him being a spectacle guy doesn't fit from what I saw of the stuff that I've liked from him the best. Got it. Like the leather jacket, badass guy. Like that's who I saw in the Indies and his, um, his wrestling. He just looked more comfortable in the world that he was in. He almost had more of like Drew's physicality, like the way that he would move in the ring. Um, and he had his bald head, and he was just a badass who went in there and destroyed people. Like yeah. he was, he was Killer Cross. He wasn't carrying Cross. Like that, that worked. Um, but I feel like sometimes they almost over, overdo with, like, okay, well, he has to have an amazing Titantron. Like, if Got you're a star, okay. you have to have an amazing Titantron, and you have to have amazing lights and amazing music, and and it's like, nah, sometimes just like that. That badass dude is the one that works. Um, I and I feel that WWE does that a lot. They they want the the glitz, the the lights, the video game look, all that good stuff. And that works for like a Cody. Like that that works for some guys. But see, this is this is exactly what it is. When it's only built on that, then you have a guy like Adam Cole come in and cut the promo he did. Sure. And when you cut the legs out from under some This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. 
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. One like that, it just exposes all the work that you didn't do and the really important stuff. Um, So that's how I I feel about it. He's not someone that's worked in, in WWE for me really at all um but the people who have liked him did like the nxt presentation better it the main roster stuff i feel like he's never found his footing and it's and to be honest that's where i started seeing him you know i've learned more i've learned more about his indie stuff from you and everyone here about teaching me and letting me know what he was doing in the indies which i caught the glimpses off when i started following him and his wife. So for me, it's like, oh, the NXT. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool and rad, right? Because it kind of fed me. I was like, I like this because this is, you know, badass. He looks kind of badass, but yeah. A couple people saying this, that that Cole promo just ended the credibility. Oh. It's, it's I, uh... it, he, he had zero credibility for me before that promo. Wow. That just ended it for everybody else. Like, I was like, I can see the cracks. And every nobody else could see the cracks in, in his armor, except for me at that point. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, that that's that really ruined him. Um, and well, because and, even if you weren't in on him as the guy, he at least at that point was being booked as an unstoppable he monster. Was being, he was being pushed as an unstoppable monster. Uh, I just then never what happens when you take away that, that and you're not bought in on him? Right. He literally has nothing, right? Like, so. The idea of like, I'm, I, I'm just fresh out of my community theater production of Greece playing Kaniki presentation with the leather jacket and the hair oh and also here's my spooky wife who likes to row like i mean that's it that's that's like those two things have never felt right together like you either have to go all the way in that she is a spooky sorceress Mm. who commands her her like this this otherworldly murderous creature from the depths of hell to destroy anything in front of her, like a really spooky um, Lana and Rusev um, relationship where mm. he does the stuff because she commands him to do it. And then you don't have to have him cut really weird promos where he like I, none of it has worked for me. I don't know exactly how you like repackage him to be something better, but this, whatever this is, doesn't feel right you could always put leather on him and a mask <laughs> i don't that's know the so other thing. If, if that's the other thing that's the first NXT, time i thought of that the cold promo didn't do it i think a lot of people like they haven't done enough with him to 
get the taste out of your mouth of what they did with him there. But we've got some more super chats and humper chats that came in from you guys. Jake Salazar saying, didn't watch WWE tonight. And honestly, it was a very lovely night. Well, good on you. Mm-hmm. Much like NXT, I'm here for y'all. Thank you, Jake. Oh, I just saw you. Twitter Love for you. updates. Uh, Ricardo saying, had a lovely corned beef and roasted tates. Eat well. Oof. Well, I'm glad you guys had delicious dinners. Good Yum. on you. Yes. Um, our own moderator, Louise, points out, and I actually made a note of it. I wasn't going to bring it up in my notes, but now oh, he brought it up, so I'm going to. The implication that shinsuke nakamura (laughs) developed precise striking from brazilian jiu-jitsu training um just like the i i don't even follow mma man i don't know a lot about it just the slightest most cursory google search in the world just a little bit of background on brazilian jiu-jitsu will let you know that that is a not a striking art form (laughs) that is not a striking mixed martial art uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, just a very weird thing to go out of your way to put in a video. That's not even like this got slid in on commentary. I don't believe this was a part of the video package, right? Um, so I, I oh, don't yeah, know. No that was that was just a, a weird thing. And I wasn't going to bring it up, but then Luis also put it in there. So I was like, all right, fine. We'll keep the sour train rolling a little bit. But Shot Kid saying that Cross's best run in NXT was before the injury where he just killed dudes. He was who he had been on impact with some extra production value. That I, of the WWE presentations, I agree that that was probably the strongest one. Mm. Um, I tried to have some grace around all of the pandemic era wrestling because that got so weird. Very weird. But then on the other hand, I also feel like I hate doing this, but like considering how young AEW was in their existence and what yeah. they were able to do during the pandemic era versus where WWE ended up going, I just feel like um like AEW had been around for like six months before they had to t- take on this entirely different beast and they made things work. I feel like in WWE they were like, We're gonna throw rematches at you a lot right. and a lot of monitors. So I, I always try to have like forgiveness around what a weird time that was. Um, I, and that includes guys like Karrion Cross, who they were like pushing during this time of no fan wrestling, which is just an inherently weird thing. Cross getting hurt in the match where he made Keith Lee look like a toddler. That <laughs> like it was that was and then they immediately pivoted from him because he had to give up the title to Finn Balor. 2.0 like yeah. not 2.0 and then like NXT 2.0 but like the Finn Balor who held that title while Karrion Cross was injured is that that's one of the best NXT runs anyone's ever had like those matches with Kyle O'Reilly and like like and then as soon as Cross is healthy let's just give him back the title and it it, it didn't actually feel um uh it was just like they picked up where they left off and it never really uh kicked back into gear again agreed agreed that's a, a very good point i forgot that he handed it off to what was one of my favorite nxt runs by any wrestler that that return run was super special um i'll say what was not special braun Strowman's performance in this tag match tonight <laughs> 
Braun Strowman and Ricochet kind of defeat the Viking Raiders. And I say kind of because what happened here? Oh, Ryan Ben saying so glad Ricochet won on his one on three his one on three match tonight. Boy, oh boy. Uh, this ended with Braun giving the boots to Eric and lifting Ricochet onto his shoulders for the assisted Swanton Bomb on Ivar, who gets the pin. Uh what happened in this? <laughs> <laughs> this, match. this match was like weird. I gotta throw it to Cardoza first and then give it to Pulaski because I think we all just need to take a deep breath first and then we yeah, can talk about I, there was the there was happened. some stuff going on. The you know the 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 lawn dart throw that didn't work, the <laughs> the him falling off on the side of the of the apron right after right after. I don't know if he was laying there laughing. Or, or whatnot, because the ref didn't even look at him twice. So I guess there was nothing physically wrong with him. I don't It just, it, the whole match just seemed off. I don't know. And then again, on top of that, the whole entire episode felt like a rematch of last week, which was a rematch of the week before. So I'm just sitting there going, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah, what am I, what have I seen progress in my two hours watching the show has been a somewhat common Thank you. theme. Yeah. I do feel like I I went in with the expectation uh, that this is not going to be the best episode. One, because the draft is coming and there's just no way they're going to do a lot when that happens. And two, I saw the rundown on FightfulSelect.com and had my expectations yeah, very well, well managed <laughs> for this one. Uh, Pulaski, what the hell happened in this? <laughs> um, my favorite part of the Braun fiasco is him doing the tag, and he's supposed to throw um, Ricochet from the apron yeah. into the ring to hit Ivar. Ivar, yeah. But he shorts it by about a two or three feet. And, and, then, just goes, and then he walks over to Ivar and, like, throws a punch he at throws him. Throws a punch at him, yeah. And then he stumbles back over to, to the ring ropes, steps through, and then falls down falls. on the apron like he's selling an injury. Um, thank god he uh, had Snoop Dogg's example to go off of. Like, something yeah, goes wrong, um, you go and you punch the guy, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of that was uh, very, very funny. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Uh, since since they've added Valhalla to the Viking Raiders, remember, remember when they were the new vicious Viking Raiders yeah, for a yeah, while? Yeah, yeah. God, they got rid of that. I will say, well, but they don't. They don't call them that anymore. Now they're the newer, vicioser Viking Raiders. Um, <laughs> the newest, most vicious. I, I don't. I don't know, man. And that's and like, I'll I, listen. No one will ever convince me that this tag team wasn't just booked as a rib on Braun for saying he doesn't like flippy guys. Well, well we're gonna put you with the flippiest guy there is, and the 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 crowd likes it. The crowd likes it when Ricochet stands on the big doofus's shoulders and does a flip off of it. So let's just keep it going. But the idea of like, oh, well, maybe Ricochet and Braun will get a tag title match versus whoever wins next week. Uh, they're pushing that so hard. They're definitely getting a tag title match against whoever wins next week. And I am not sure at all they'll do the right thing next week. So um, look for... Um, at Night of Champions, at Sands of Time, 
um, to 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 be the Usos versus Braun and Ricochet. I'm uh, I am ah uh, woof indeed. Yeah, I am nervous, and of course, part of that comes from the fact that Night of Champions is in Saudi Arabia, so your mm-hmm. tag team champions won't Ain't be there going. defending the titles. Um, straight at Cash saying, "Just let them be War Machine and put out bangers with Imperium or Brawling Brutes." Wouldn't that be nice? I would love can't. to see. Can you can't say that. war on a PG show? No, you can't. But um, just let them let them wrestle like they're War Machine. That's as opposed it. to like presenting them as though they are actual Vikings who stepped out of like the Bill and Ted phone booth. Here's the thing, like, Alex. The, having them wrestle just as War Machine doesn't sell toys or any of that stuff. So there, there lies the problem. This is this company is is more of a uh, let's think like Hasbro. Hasbro owns Power Rangers, so everything mm-hmm. that they do there with them is intent mm-hmm. to sell toys. It's never about the TV show. Power Rangers was never about the TV show. What? Yeah, it but was a, you can do both. Like you uh, can but, have good stuff that's also marketable. But they haven't. Mm-hmm. We say that a no. lot. You say that a lot, which means which goes to tell you they haven't. No, they really haven't. Um, Shaka twenty nine saying the Power Rangers. Are we sure Ricochet wasn't in a handicap match? He was. Okay, yeah. I don't think that was the stipulation, but he and was. And then people blamed Ivor. Oh, Ivor was four feet off and stepped backward instead of going forward. You don't know no, that. You're not. No, these no, people no. here that yell at me on on the Twitter, you know, like they hate me. By the way, I'm learning that. But oh, they just they just hate. That's it. Yeah, I it's know, not. I know. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, but it's just funny, like like the the toss. That's what I was talking about. The lawn dart to throw. It was short. Like there was a couple things that were, and I understand it's a live show. Things bad things always happen. Oh, botches happen. This one was so funny. Yeah, and I respect (laughs) everyone in the ring. This is why when Braun went out, I thought he was laughing because he knew he was like, "Damn, I short that," and it was pretty funny when it happened. Well, I will say this for Braun: I don't like this tag team because I feel like Ricochet is, um his potential and his ceiling are so much higher than anything he's going to be capable of in this tag team. However, this is the most effective use of Braun Strowman that I've seen yes. since his Bring title. Him back. Um, it hides a lot of his weaknesses and it highlights his strengths. Like, because at any time he or Ricochet could be a hot tag, which that actually works about it. Like you could have the super explosive, high energy acrobatic dude come in after Braun's been in there for a while or you can have that guy in there for most of the match, get gassed, and then have this big guy who's not going to be super impressive, but is is going to do some damage coming as a hot tag there, and, and that works. So I, mm-hmm. I do think it's it's actually a good use of brawn. I just feel like Ricochet could be... I feel like Ricochet is world champion material, so uh, I feel like that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, and I, I, would, I, I would dare to say to everyone who's watching now, and if you want to... Bookmark this. Keep a lookout for that turn where Braun is fed up with what's happening, and you know. Oh, we're definitely gonna get them splitting. Kills, kills poor Ricochet from behind. Watch him out of the air. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just get ready for that. Like he's gonna clothesline him from the back. Some. Mirror Alex catching Prince Junior strays. Hey, buddy, <laughs> those are fightful strays. There's people that want to argue with us for literally no reason all I do, the time. I, I get them Ooh. everywhere now. I'm either a AEW <laughs> stan or a WWE stan. That's I'm gonna start watching. Right. I'm gonna start watching Impact, so I could be an Impact stan. There you go. 
next thing you know, you'll be in MLW, NWA. Indie. I would love that. Give me MLW all day. Uh, and Simmons saying, all I got from this was, damn, Ricochet is over with the crowd. Would be nice if they properly pushed him. It's right there for them. It always has been. You know, he's one of those guys in a very different way. But to me, like Cesaro was where I was yeah. like, hey, what the hell are you waiting for with this guy? Like, what do you... What do you view as missing from this guy? Um, because I I don't see it. If you think it's like a, a mouthpiece thing, give him a manager. That guy doesn't need a mouthpiece. Look at him. Um, same same deal. Like, I, I feel the same way where I'm like, he might just be like Dolph Ziggler where they just never get it. Correct. They just never get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our own moderator, Louise, saying on the bright side, at least Braun was hit with hit a good shotgun drop kick so there's that right i got nothing else this was shambolic yeah <laughs> it was sometimes bad matches happen but like they do i try never to define anyone by like a bosh they seem to have done that with aj francis and um yeah. but like some botches are just categorically funny one where you launch somebody at another person and they fall short and that guy is huge and just looks down at his feet all i heard was categorically hilarious (laughs) that's all i heard after he threw him that's it that's all there was that's all there was hey you know what was funny remember alex last week when you had said hey how come Baby faces can cheat and win, and that's okay. You were like, I hate this ending. I hope they never do it again. Guess what? <laughs> we got it again. But now the women get to have stupid endings. So it's called equality. Equal looking opportunity. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking up. Uh, we get a women's tag it's called. It's called hashtag feminism. Yeah. Look it uh, up. Yeah. Get on board or get left behind. Okay. I got uh, told that they were getting their, their receipt bag or whatever it is because mm-hmm. that's just the way mm-hmm. it works and mm-hmm. water so that's, that's what i remember that's what's up um i also just in case you guys didn't know it would seem as though raquel rodriguez has back muscles oh i don't know if you guys heard this breaking mm. news but she has back muscles and she smiles sometimes mm-hmm. at the same time i'm told uh mm-hmm. this is i i don't know if sean is gonna have an update for you Keep an eye on FightfulSelect.com. But I'm told Raquel Rodriguez has back muscles. Holy crap, do something with her. This promo beforehand I did not like. Liv says uh, that she promises to show Sonia and Green all kinds of messy. And Raquel calms her down and tells her to save it for the ring. That is the most boring. Raquel Raquel (laughs) called her Lokita. Lokita, yeah. Little crazy. Hello, little crazy. Which is, uh... Save it for the ring, Lokita. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, that was very, very authentic. That was beautiful. Really. Oh, um, this match, I don't know what to say other than uh, it was about water. I love largely. that K has started every sentence for every match today. Like, I, I don't know what to say about this well, match. Well, I don't want to, like, crap on an entire episode you're I not you're not actually Tuesdays, but at the same time this was just <laughs> categorically not good this match was about water and it ends with Liv giving a water dousing to chelsea green rolling her up with an assist from raquel to get three i don't like roll-ups i don't understand why faces can cheat i will say 
Chelsea Green and her fit. Unbelievable. Loving this Chelsea character. Loving yeah, the ring gear that comes great. with it. She's a riot. She's mm-hmm. she's really knocking this whole thing out of the park. Um, but also, like, when this is your one women's match on the show and this is what you do with it, mm-hmm. I'm bored. This wasn't very good. I am glad that they are having, like, this is how low the bar is. I'm glad they're having tag title defenses with a team that's been together for more than two weeks with people that challenged for it and got granted a match. Yeah. They've been together for three weeks. They've been together for three weeks. So, no, because they were together before Mania, right? No, that was their, no, they were not. They were like, they weren't official. I think they had their, their, I think their first match was, was the, whatever the qualifying thing was. Yeah. So I guess, yes. So technically, four weeks. Excuse me. It's like the longest reigning tag team on the roster, then. That's true. (laughs) A month? Um, That's um, dog years in in this promotion. Um, Last week, LA Knight try, tries to roll up um, Xavier Woods with mm. the trunks, and the ref catches him. So Xavier Woods does it back to him because turnabout's fair play. It's one of the absolute staples of a Vince book WWE because if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. Even if you're like, if. If you're not covering up a murder, are you even trying to help the people who work for you? Like, like he's like, you will break any rule you possibly can because you should always win. It's it's his philosophy of life. So he always books his baby faces to cheat as long as the heel tried to cheat first. And with this one, they, they, they kept on getting caught. Sonia tries to, p- to pin with the ropes. Chelsea tries to pin with the ropes. They always keep getting caught. And then, they, well, I'll just cheat too. And the, the ref will be looking right at it and not see it because we have to bury the refs as part of, of this deal. I've never liked this because it always uh, makes your baby face look worse, not better. Having them win clean despite the fact the heels are cheating makes them look good having to have them resort to cheating to like hey they're going low i'm gonna go just as low that doesn't like in a scripted show that doesn't make them look good um so this is i i can't hey and if you have a powerhouse like raquel i'm i apologize for jumping over on the alex if you have a powerhouse like Raquel, there shouldn't be any reason to have um, yeah. Liv do a roll-up where Raquel has to use the strength of her ginormous legs to keep the pin down. No, you should have at that point figured out that let's tag in Raquel and Raquel will be the one to you know, pin and win this match because she is a beautiful, smiling, strong woman, right? Not yeah, she's got having- back muscles. Yeah, and she got back muscles. Not having to do what they did there at the end because that made no sense. Like, just have Raquel be that monster. God, I it say feels, that a lot about these people. Yeah, it it feels like it's oftentimes Liv. Like it, they've yes. always got out of their way to make Liv feel like less than. Um, mm-hmm. Because realistically, right? Let's say let's say it's Shayna and Ronda that's like the feud for them. Why would I believe that they can hang with Shayna and Ronda when they can't beat mm-hmm. Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville yeah. um, 
without cheating with the lethal substance of water. Um, so this is this is a little, it's a little bit not great, not great. And Simmons says random, but I want to trick Mellow and Ricochet stable. I don't hate it, but I am so in on the idea that Alex had pitched on Tuesday nights of the idea of a Ricochet and Wes Lee tag team. So very much. <laughs> so, so very much. Um, Luis asked if he should bring in some of the damning women's... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Tag team stats. I'm tired. I don't know if I have the energy for it, but thank you for offering. It's not great. It's not great. Chuck is saying, I don't want anyone to lose their job, but God, I want to see Sonya Deville free from WWE to know what I know she can be, her and impact or stardom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like I'm glad to see her in matches because she was just not on TV for a long time, even aside from the reason she had to be off TV. Um, I loved Sonya, put your hair up and square up Sonya. And I loved oh, the, so the vicious heel against Mandy during the pandemic. She was doing some really cool work. So I do hope that she ends up in something more substantive, mm -hmm. a little bit more, more valuable. But this has been a fun, you know, they had to pivot with what happened with Carmella. So um, this was a, a good patchwork solution, I I feel like. But I, I would like to see Sonya use a better potential, as I would mm -hmm. for a lot of this women's division right now, man. So we move along to what's probably the best thing on the show, which is this IC title match between Gunther and Xavier Woods. In ring, this was a whole bunch of fun. An O'Connor roll from Woods, but Gunther counters into the sleeper, and he cranks the hell out of Woods to put him to sleep. This, I felt like, was a really um, effective match for what it was going to be. I feel like Xavier Woods looked good. I feel like Gunther looked good, but he won convincingly. I kind of like in a title match that Imperium isn't involved on the side here. Like Gunther should feel strong and confident going into these matches. This was like the most pro like progressing segment on the show. And even that is, is kind of heavy handed and giving it credit, but at least from an in-ring perspective, this was a whole heck of a lot of fun. It was booked appropriately. Both guys looked good. Xavier Woods got a shot at a solo title so that stuff is all good about it. Um, Cardoza, what did you think of this match? Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that I thought that the way Xavier's been used as of late um, gives him purpose. Uh, he's been put in these in these cool matches, and then like at the end of the matches, he's like always questioning his next move. What is he gonna do in WWE? Like, what is happening? Which you know, obviously, maybe. It, comes in full circle with Biggie comes back, maybe even not for wrestling, but like perhaps to push the new day team up to like, you know, something bigger, but I didn't mind it. I don't mind him losing because he doesn't really need the IC title, but it's cool. Cause he's such a workhorse and you know, and he's without both of his tag team partners right now. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on his own and Gunther. Well, Gunther is, is Gunther and we all know, 
I think the man's not gonna lose it at least until SummerSlam. So yeah. or the or the clash of the champion castle in Iraq or whatever it is that they're doing. We will see um <laughs> what's in store. You know, I feel like that Seamus story is still hanging right out yes, there. Right. So yeah. that that would be my pick if I could pick. But uh Alex Pulowski, what were your thoughts on this? Uh, well, um, uh, Xavier Woods shouldn't have won because he had Correct. to cheat to beat L.A. Knight last week, <laughs> and then uh, and then just talked his way into this match with Gunther that he does not deserve because he had to cheat to beat L.A. Knight, who hasn't won a match since what February? Wow! Like, I mean, li- li- literally, you have to find a way to build these guys with wins to get them into a point where they deserve a title match. The match is great. Of course, Xavier, Ma- Xavier Woods is going to be yeah. very good in this match with Gunther. Uh, I, I only have I only have one quibble, and that, it, uh, that's it's it's it, to me it's it's not insignificant, but it's not huge. I don't think Walter has a good sleeper hold. Oh, like <laughs> it just it doesn't it doesn't he never cinches it in really. Like at one point he lost it. Yeah, he just he fell down. He was going to take it to the ground, but he lost it entirely. Yeah, and then got Woods back up underneath it, and Woods Woods had to be passed out a second later. Like, yeah, I understand. The finish was was wonky because of that. He does he never really gets it in. I don't know if he's concerned he's actually going to choke somebody out or what. I would be. His power bombs are great. <laughs> um, his big splash is great, even though he's not as big as he used to be. So the splash isn't as big. Um, that emerald flosion he's been using on people uh-huh. that looks great. The, the, he's not actually really getting up under there. It doesn't ever look like a coquina clutch or anything that makes you feel like, oh, that guy's out. Like he never <laughs> actually really cinches it in. So I didn't, I didn't love the finish of this. I, I want him to, I want him to really, really tighten that up if he's going to keep doing it. Um, other than that, the match is really good. Xavier Woods is kind of on an island alone like i don't know with the draft coming up this might be a weird way of splitting up new day again because like i mean he's the sole member right now he's the only guy who's active do do they draft kofi kingston that's what i don't know get drafted you know so it's weird you know yeah this is a weird um this was a weird one i i feel bad because it's also like kofi is injured but will come back we have no idea what the status of biggie is so Mm. um yeah, he's. It almost doesn't fully feel like it matters because I don't know if you draft injured people. Um, yeah. And let's be honest, they're never too like hard on the brand split anyway. Like people can no, kind of just come back. No, but guys, we're coming down the home stretch. Please get into your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com if you want your question or statement read on air as we swing into our final segments of the night. Also, we'll remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select. And more importantly, I know uh, we weren't, like, too excited for for tonight. There wasn't a lot that got us, like, really, really pumped. There weren't a lot of humpers on this one, all right? There weren't a lot of phenomenal, like, segments or programmings. And you know what? Sometimes you need a little help getting excited. And there's nobody better to help you than our friends... At Bluetooth. Hello. Is your penis limp? Would you like it to be erect? Fortunately, Bluetooth.com and the code Fightful is going to help you out an awful lot. 
Maybe you're having trouble with that. Maybe you just want the confidence. Well, BlueChew.com and the code Fightful is right for you. Free. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 shipping. There, there are a few other steps you go through. You consult with the online physician. If approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But your first shipment is free with the code Fightful. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work on your schedule or whenever you're not ready and you want to be ready, whenever the mood arises. It's in a chewable form, very easy, very simple. Help yourself out. Give yourself that confidence with BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Your segue's always on point. And, and she's show. muted. <laughs> am I better? Am I better? Yeah, you're back. Uh, I'm glad my segues are on point because I definitely labeled the title of the show in NXT review. So, nailed it. So, SmackDown saw it. <laughs> I did see that now. I screw up the formatting sometimes. So, I have mm-hmm. like a a template one that I copy and paste oh, off of and I uh-huh. updated the mm-hmm. date but not the show title. So. That's okay because that goes to show you how bad today's show was for mm, everyone mm, all over mm. across the United States. But it'll still get a almost 3.0 rating because everyone's watching Fox because this is a free television channel that you can get <laughs> on <laughs> anything, even a frying pan with a screen. This they At some point they showed the, the video package for wrestlemania and i was like like how, do we need to be reminded of this so that's and, actually uh, what we go into right now is we get and, this like and, very and weird. i was i i was so i was like oh man i'm so out of it just like i'm watching this thing and i really don't i'm kind of just like almost like half asleep because i was so bored by that and then they threw a match a mat uh, like match card a card for backlash on the screen uh, with matches that that I anticipated being there, and and one that that made so little sense. If aliens landed in my backyard, it would have made more sense. It would have been less surprising than oh, by the way, Seth Rollins versus Omos is a thing at Backlash. Uh like Seth is on Twitter, like yeah, like. Retweets it with 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 the uh, Ace Ventura GIF yeah. of alrighty then, yeah. Like I I question whether or not this was supposed to be announced on Monday after they did some kind of segment. Like yeah. this came so far out of left field. I I I don't even know what what you're doing here. Like there's it's zero not even just build that it this. came out of left field. It's that it came out of left field for a pay-per-view called backlash like the whole idea of this pay-per-view is specifically geared toward Mm -hmm. revenge on things Mm -hmm. that just happened Mm -hmm. after wrestlemania weekend Mm -hmm. um these two were nowhere near each other Mm -hmm. this makes absolutely no sense but we do get a wrestlemania video recap because god forbid the women have two matches and (laughs) instead we have to play a video package from three weeks ago Oh, Lord Almighty. But we do get uh, this Owens and Zane video <clears throat> followed by an Usos promo. Shocking saying, when did the Usos become the valets from Campion? Yeah. <laughs> I was half expecting them to start screaming about Liam Neeson. 
cards randomly during this promo. Oh God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't. I feel like they asked ChatGPT to write a promo for the Usos. This I was know. so generic and boring. Uh, they're gonna do what they always do and bring back the gold. They don't look behind at themselves, only ahead. A big trios knack at Bash Clash next week, but the rematch for the tag titles, like this was so all over the place. And it's not just any kind of rematch, it's a WrestleMania main event type of rematch. Like this was so um generic and man, they just they had such cool moments along the way, even though I didn't love everything that unfolded around it. Um, I don't understand. Like, it feels like you had this whole tag title picture ended up being a device to put over Cody and Roman, and then you had Roman go over anyway. And now this whole tag title picture is to put over Matt Riddle? I... What are we doing? Like this this feels so off track. I was so excited for a Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn title reign. Maybe after the draft cuz people will be more clearly on certain programs, but they're the only tag champs, so they're going to be floating anyway. I don't get this. Like this is this it just feels very stuck in the mud. I'm no interest in Matt Riddle right now. He's I always love watching him in the ring. I have no interest in the character um at all. It, it just feels like these are the most important tag champions you've had in a while. And it feels like they're being used as lackeys for two other faces on the roster that don't need them, quite frankly. Cody didn't need them. Matt Riddle don't need them. Um, I get the revenge on Solo. I'm glad they at least called back to that. That makes sense. It just feels like they're trying to dodge the fact that they're not going to be at Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. And whether that's them not being a part of the story there or whether that's them doing probably a flippity-flop with the titles, it's not making for great television leading into it. Uh, Pulaski, what do you think of this before we get into the match? And then we'll talk the match. Um, I mean, it's very kind of the Usos to come out and tell Columbus that the bloodline is now in their city. It's very kind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make everyone aware. Mm -hmm. Just if you need to like check your GPS, that's <laughs> where the bloodline is. Um, that's all. Share location. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good. You know, remember where we parked next to the bloodline. <laughs> I think it was this... C2 in the parking lot. That's <laughs> the um, I, uh, this, I don't care about any of this. Um, and that's a problem because the Usos are great, but this, I don't, I don't, I, I honestly didn't pay attention to this promo. Th there's been so little development out of this. They lost their tag titles to Sammy and Kevin and are now getting a rematch for them next week without building that rematch with Sammy and Kevin on the program. Um, Sammy and Kevin will probably be on Raw and they'll build to it there because there's no such thing as a brand split. But they lost their titles and Roman was mad at them for half an episode of Raw and then Roman went away. Like, there's no consequence for them having lost it. They're not kicked out of the bloodline. They don't have to, like... like All, all it was required would be, like, a thing of, like, if you do not get those tag titles back 
by this date, then there's going to be a, 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 a meeting of the elders of the tribe and we will vote on whether to kick you out or something. And have that date be this coming uh, Friday, what is the 28th of, of, of April. By the end of April, you got to get your tag titles back or that's it. You're out of the bloodline. Like, give them something to, to work towards, to panic about. Leave them a ticking clock. Give anything to make this story mean anything because guess what? This whole thing's been building to Sammy and Kevin getting their revenge on the bloodline and they did it and now what? Well, I, I know. Let's just pepper in some stoner and see how that goes. How about how about some nearly naked barefoot stoner? Would would that help the stew? Would that give it some extra flavor? Because to have me, some the answer Bella is no. <clears throat> Those are some answer Nikki. is no. Those are some Nikki Nikki Bella shorts. Uh, and the match goes exactly as you would kind of expect. Um, we get a. Oh, I also should mention in this promo that Uso said that they are dedicating their match to the tribal chief, which is, they're so cool. And that just felt corny as hell. But anyway, match is great. It ends with a final flash from Riddle, but running into a Samoan spike on Solo for the win. I have no idea why Solo Sokola lost clean to Cody. Not at this it's stage. Cody. Right, but like that was his only loss, and but that I was, was like, that was he lost to Cody when we all to assumed set up the Cody rematch was the guy <laughs> to beat Roman. What now that when, like you don't actually have Solo lose to Cody if Cody is going to then lose to Roman, um, and and you actually had Solo who was pissed about losing to Cody cost Cody the title at uh, WrestleMania and Cody and, and Solo have had like a barely had any interaction because it's very, it's much more important for Cody to get his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. It's just so weird. It just makes, it makes absolutely no sense that he would lose and lose clean makes no sense. Um, Mesh was really good, as you would expect. Cardoso, what did you think of the promo that we got from the Usos and this match? Yeah, uh, I feel like the 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 bloodline is trending downward. And I was afraid of this. Um, we, we did the show pre-mania, and I was scared of what was happening. You weren't on because you were off doing bigger things than hanging out with I me. I was doing the ROH but, video um, just because I like it better. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> but I... I <laughs> I mentioned it to Joel. I mentioned it to everyone who, who was uh, hosting the show. Hey, I'm afraid of where this is going, right? Because once the lore is over, what, what's, what's left? You know, you're going to keep the title on Roman. That's going to be the main story for these guys. That's it. You know, these guys are chasing now the tag belts. So I'm, I'm just, I I'm, was kind of bored with this match. I was like, cool, okay, um, here comes Solo, and you know that there was going to be antics going on when they're ringside, and it's a not no DQ match, so you know even more stuff what's going to happen. Um, yeah, just it's just I don't I don't know why we said this last week. Riddle, incredible talent, but having him be involved in this is are they just trying to like hopefully for him to get the rub off of all this bloodline stuff to 
elevate him back into status. I don't know. But it just it's very, very off. I don't know what has been happening since after Mania with all these storylines. I don't think they do. We'll see what the brand <laughs> split brings next week. It, it, it doesn't feel great. Well, Seth, Triple H did say this is going to rock the world of wrestling. It's going to rock the world of wrestling. NXT is back up on the table that did get called out today on commentary. So there are some people that might move up, which also feels like a weird mm-hmm. choice based on what we've seen in NXT. Uh, even though this isn't an NXT review, maybe that's why it was in my head. So, but... so again, though, it is a it is a thing where NXT talent can be drafted to Raw or SmackDown, but NXT cannot draft anyone from Raw Correct. or SmackDown right. to NXT, which feels weird because if NXT is eligible and literally everyone is eligible, then Raw or SmackDown would be absolute fools not to draft Carmelo Hayes. Of course, and they can't. And they and, and they can't because it's NXT, but you can. You could draft all the champions are available drafted, except for not that champion, because that doesn't make any sense. There's a bunch of people who are in NXT that uh, won't be drafted that probably should be um, because they're ready and they, they could go to and they're and they're right there. And there are some people who will be absolutely drafted from NXT to SmackDown or Raw that um, that will feel much less than the people who aren't drafted. And so rather than do it as part of the draft, just call up people throughout the year whenever they're ready like they used to do. And oh yeah, but that's not allowed anymore either. Are they still doing the two per? So two go for every two one Raw, SmackDown, two, two, yeah, two Raws. Yeah. I don't yeah. uh, who knows. They'll 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 make it up on the fly whenever they decide. I like NXT being a part of it, but I don't think it should be the be all end all. Like that always felt fun to me. Maybe there's a way to do it with a cap on it or whatever, but like you like, should also just be able to call people up. And Braun Breaker, Cooker, mm-hmm. um, uh, has this ridiculous match with Andre Chase on Tuesday. Uh, uh, of the of the people who's not a champion in NXT, he seems like the guy to get called up, but. We also assume he's getting a title match rematch versus Carmelo Hayes at Battleground at the end of May. So then he's not getting called up. But then why isn't he calling, getting called up if he's eligible to be called up and he's not really doing anything currently? So like there's all of these things that just that beggar belief. And there's certain things of like Karrion Cross and Shinsuke Nakamura are starting a feud. Mm. But that feud probably can't continue if one of them gets drafted to Raw and the other one gets drafted to SmackDown. So guess what? We know they're both getting drafted to the same place. Exactly. This is this is why a, the, a, a, a draft should happen right after a major pay-per-view where all of the fuse are all finished. I've <laughs> always said the best, the best part time for a draft is right after Survivor Series. 100%. You... Like the team that the, the 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 brand that wins the most, you know, brand versus brand matches gets an extra pick in the first round of the draft or something like give it a reason why this is happening or or the people, anybody who is a sole survivor in the survivor matches like they get to choose their free Which agents. They don't get drafted. Do they get to choose where they go. <laughs> Do right. that kind of a thing because right now here, a week before a pay-per-view, 
yeah is the worst time to do it no and right before survivor series makes so much sense because that's when you're starting to probably think about like rumble and rumble in terms of that that's like your exactly. your last big one is right there so guys last call for super chats and humper chats we've got a couple more to round out here um elf bill as we call him saying i'd appreciate a banger between gable and woods as a match uh yep yeah i i agree with you i think that's like it isn't the first person i would think of for chad gable but it does feel Mm. like they would have some really 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 good chemistry together that'd be really fun um and shot kid saying over under on usos winning back the titles next week i don't feel like they'd want to do that but i do feel like like, because you the don't... Saudi Arabia shows aren't really registered as, like, super meaningful pay-per-views usually, it doesn't feel like it makes sense to go out of your way to have them drop them and then win them back probably immediately. So I don't they... think they're going to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. No. I'll put it that way. They've decided specifically to call the next Sands of Time Night of Champions. The traditional thing of Night of Champions is that all titles must be defended if they're going to do it that way then the tag titles have to be defended and they can't yeah. be defended if they're being held by Sami Zayn and kevin owens i so really that's think what, they're so dumb on their own rules i think they're just gonna skip it i i i I, I agree but i but that's why i'm i honestly wouldn't be surprised by it that's because why you're not thing like, oh well the, the the usos will cheat to get the titles back and then sometime after sash of time they'll just do a rematch or something and they'll have uh i mean owens and zane winning them back at money in the bank would be a huge pop of course like, you, the uk loves kevin owens and sammy zane so like you, you could easily you could easily stretch it out to there and putting those titles back and forth between those two teams i mean i don't love it but it kind of makes sense. They're fairly equal. Whatever. We'll see it. Cardoza, your thoughts? I don't think they're going to flip-flop the titles like that to be completely honest. Uh, maybe if, they are, if, they, if they're sensitive to the idea that they have to have the titles defended in some way or form at Sands of Time, then maybe. But they could very well just say, hey, you know, we're not going to bring the tag titles over and there's not going to be any match over there. Or maybe they could do some type of weird tournament again, right? We're at at Santa time where they <laughs> see who comes out of it to face the champions. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of stuff there going up in the air um, with the Usos. But I don't know. I I I, I hope and Sammy and, and and KO run with these things. Yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to see them flip flop. I'm sorry, like. I get enough I, I of wanna, that. I want to see them face all the best tag teams. Yes. Like, like, I mean, I I want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in a in an extended feud with Imperium. Yes. I want to. I want to see them. I want to see that. I don't want. Like, I don't need. I didn't need Usos again. But like, if they're really gonna do Sands of Champions, then right. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Another chat from Shot Kid saying, "Can SmackDown production team make it a little less obvious that they're piping and crowd noise?" Oh God, crazy! Oh God, today I was lost track bad. of uninterested crowd shots and hard noise jumps. Man, that women's tag match got no reaction. I felt so bad mm. for those ladies. A um, lot of dead crowd tonight. 
lot of dead crab moments. Freddie mentioned that they've been doing this for a while, even when he was there Friday, um, when it was back on Thursday nights and then flipped to Tuesdays and then back to Fridays and then back to Wednesdays and then back to Thursdays. He said once, that they, once they got it during the pandemic era, though, knowing how like unhinged yeah. this was, there was no way they were going to give it up fully. Yeah, yeah, he did mention. <laughs> also, one last note: he was there uh, the Monday after WrestleMania, and um, he was up front, and he could hear the frustration on Seth uh, when of Seth. You know, um, Seth has also been showing a little bit of that frustration as of late on social media, but he said that he can. You can verbally hear and his body and his actions just say F it. Well, when you change the segment that you're currently in, I mean, Seth Rollins went out there, was doing his segment and they changed it while it was going on. Um, I don't know how I could be so frustrated when you have such great booking. Like, hey, you and Omos out of nowhere for a pay-per-view like Backlash, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there with him, but... We will see. Yeah, ma'am. We will see. Well, that wraps up our SmackDown review for tonight. Um, I'm going to let Pulaski plug his stuff first because he will also have you covered for AEW Rampage over on Fightful Select. If you were looking for that Rampage review, mm-hmm. he'll have it over there. But Alex, mm-hmm. where can the good people find you? Uh, you can find me on Fightful Select tomorrow night at 10, 9 central, uh, doing alternate commentary for all of the ridiculous th- for like, if you ever wanted to hear Linda do commentary for an Eho Delfa Kingo match <laughs> tomorrow night is your chance. You better get Fightful Select. So there's, there should be a lot of fun. Look, you, um, could, you could subscribe for your scoops. You could subscribe I mean, for your Sean Ross app Q and A's. You can subscribe sure. for me and Alex doing pay-per-view reviews behind the paywall. What you're really subscribing for, and you might not even know it yet, mm-hmm. is an original character mm-hmm. that pops mm-hmm. up on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Who's an old lady from We Think Queens <laughs> doing commentary for an incredible lucha match. So yes. subscribe to Fightful Select for that because it's it's mm-hmm. peak entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you can play the rest of your stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like Monday, Monday, Kate and I talk about how bad Raw is, and then on Tuesday. We talk like about how inexplicably bad NXT is. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, I, I uh, talk with Sean about my minor quibbles about AEW, which then, of course, makes me in that chat a WWE shill. So, yeah. So you never can win. It's the way of the um, world. I feel yeah. good about that. <laughs> Cardoza, plug your shit. <laughs> you guys can find me on the IG. Would that stands for Instagram for you young whippersnappers out there, if you didn't know. Um, Alexis Cardoza, you'll find everything there. We're doing some great stuff everywhere, and that's where I'll be posting it. I don't like talking about myself, so that's as far as I'll go. Oh, you're doing a lot of great work. Go follow Alex to see. Follow both my Alexes to find out everything they are up Those to. Those are both of you guys because I have to. Uh, you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can find me on Mondays on Select and Tuesdays on the main channel, as Mr. Pulaski said, Wednesdays at the Mark Order <laughs> podcast, talking all things All Elite. Thursdays doing the ROH and Impact Review. Very happy to hear ROH is returning to their studio setting. And Fridays Yay. right here 
during the SmackDown and normally AEW Rampage post show. But guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.